Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mongolian Adventures podcast, a place for stories about Mongolia for adventurous kids. Get comfortable, snuggle in, and let's begin. Let's begin. Minjin hadn't slept very well. The bunk bed in the guest house she had stayed in last night had been hard, the blanket scratchy, and she missed her room. After she had gotten out of bed, tired and cold, she had used the guest house's phone to call her mom. It felt so good to hear her mom's voice, like being filled up with a warm soup or a cup of tea. Her mom always knew how to encourage her and remind her that who she was was just right. This was the first time she had ever been away from her mom, and she had so much to tell her. She'd spent 20 minutes just describing what it was like to ride the mouse transport, something that hadn't existed when her own mom had gone on her home search years before. But now the phone call was over. Minjin had put on her clothes for the day, eaten breakfast in the guest house small cafeteria with other traveling mice, and packed up her bag, carefully placing the picture of the piece of artwork on top. Homesick or not, Minjin had work to do. She had an appointment to explore a new potential home, and she needed to use that time to ask about other leads on more pieces of the missing art, or ideas about what it could be or where it might have come from. She was a mouse on a mission, tired and scratchy and all. Following the directions the mouse had given her at the guest house, Minjin made her way to a long, low building on a busy street. The amount of cars and humans made her a little nervous, but she took a deep breath and blew it out through her whiskers, thinking of her mom's voice on their phone call saying, I am so proud of you, my Minjin mouse. She glanced up at the building and checked the letters hanging above the doors. Munganzaya. Yep, this was the place. She searched for the doors for mice, looking around the front until she saw a small silver door on the side of the building with a welcome sign above it. As she walked in, she glanced at the other mice in the entranceway. Some looked as if they were on their way to work, carrying bags and cups of coffee. Others were clearly coming to shop, ready to look through the market for a good find. Hi, are you Minjin? asked a young mouse standing in the hallway that led out to the main market floor. Yes, I am, she replied, smiling at her. Are you my mouse guide for today? Oh, that's such an official name, the mouse laughed. But yeah, I guess so. I'm Tina, and I live and work here at Munganzaya Jewelry Market. I'm only 11, so I'm pretty new. The normal mouse guide is sick today, so you've got me. Minjin suddenly had a thousand questions, because here was another young mouse like her, who had just gone on her home search. Do you like it here? How did you know you wanted to live here? What kind of work do you do here? The questions poured out of her like hot lava. Tina smiled and motioned for Minjin to follow her. We're going to have a great time today, and I'll answer all of your questions. But first, we've got to go to my stall so I can get things ready for the day of business ahead. We'll talk, and then I can take you around to meet everyone. The two mice walked into the main market hall, where big glass cases were set up in long rows throughout the room. There were smaller rooms off the main hall, too, with more big glass cases and humans getting them ready for the day. 
The mice had their stalls set up in the corners of the rooms and hidden in the nooks and crannies of the humans' workstations. Everyone talked as they worked, their voices making a steady hum throughout the market, a soft, pleasant song of words and laughter. It felt homey and warm to Minjin, a sound familiar to her, but also different from the outdoor market where she had grown up. They reached Tina's stall, a cute rectangle-shaped space that had its own glass cases. There were two small pillows for sitting on, a drawer with money in it, and soft clothes, cloths for polishing. Tina took a, out a ring of keys from her purse and showed Minjin how she kept the jewelry she sold, locked in cupboards under the cases. Together they pulled out the delicate pieces of silver and gold and placed them in the displays. Minjin admiring the earrings, necklaces, bracelets, and rings as she helped. Wow, said Minjin, you have some beautiful things for sale. Thanks, Tina replied. I have always loved jewelry. When I turned ten, I visited a few potential homes, but when I came here, I knew it was the place for me. I get to buy pieces that I love, care for them, and sell them to other people who will love them too. I thought maybe I would live somewhere where I could make jewelry, but then I visited the mice who make jewelry. It was too lonely for me. Munganzaya is perfect for me because I'm not alone. There are all of these other mice who live and work here and love jewelry too. A customer came up and started asking about some earrings, so Minjin sat and watched as Tina talked to her. She shared about the designs on the earrings silver swirls that looked like clouds and had long dangly chains of silver hanging down from them. In the middle were red and blue beads sparkling in the light. Tina said they were traditional Mongolian earrings based off of designs from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. They finished their conversation, the customer purchasing the tiny earrings, perfect for her mouse ears, and Tina turned back to Minjin. So what questions do you have for me? She asked. Minjin remembered the photo sitting on top of her bag and pulled it out. I was just at the Fine Arts Museum. I love art and I thought that might be a good place for me to live, but it turns out I wasn't so sure of that. But I did meet an art historian and she gave me this picture. I'm looking for more pieces that fit with it or information about what it could be. I heard you talking to that customer about the earrings and their design. You seem to know a lot about Mongolian history. Do you recognize anything in this picture? Tina leaned over to look, taking the picture into her paws. Oh, squeakers, she exclaimed. This is magnificent. As I'm sure you realized at the museum, jewelry is a kind of art too. So naturally, I'm obsessed with art and history and jewelry in history. Yes, there was a lots of beautiful jewelry in the art museum, Minjin said. Headpieces and necklaces, bracelets and earrings, even shoes and dresses and dells. I saw that art is so much more than just paper and paint. Does this look familiar to you at all? Well, it's hard to see very much, said Tina, but it does look like it could be a part of a One Day in Mongolia piece. Did you see that one at the museum? It's very famous. Oh, I did, replied Minjin, thinking back on her tour with Anand. It is by B. Shadov, right? Yeah, that's it, said Tina. Obviously, this scrap isn't from his piece exactly, but it looks like it could be a similar style, or maybe even a painting that was done later to mimic his original piece. The place where I grew up, we had some pieces like that. 
Maybe you should go visit my parents and talk to them. They might be able to help you. A lead! Minjin jumped off of her pillow with excitement. I would love to. Where are you from? Where are your parents? How do I get there? Oh, girl, where I'm from is not that exciting, Tina laughed. I'm from Bogodolf, one of the four mountains of Ulaanbaatar. My parents live in the mice community there. It's beautiful, and there are lots of trees and grass and a stream. Lots of mice live there, too, of course. But before you rush off to the mountains, stay and have a sleepover. I'll let you try on some jewelry. Minjin couldn't say no to that. She and Tina spent the rest of the afternoon selling pieces to customers, meeting other mice who worked in the market, and talking about their favorite pieces. After work, they made tea and ate cheese pie in Tina's apartment and spent hours trying on jewelry and creating outfits to model in a runway show for two. It was the most fun Minjin had had in a long time. As she collapsed onto the soft blankets laid out on Tina's floor, her mind returned to the scrap of artwork. Tomorrow she would find out more. For now, she was so, so, so sleepy. This art-loving, jewelry-wearing mouse on a mission needed her rest. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures podcast. You can find more information about the podcast as well as lesson plans for educators at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Mongolian ADV Pod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story. Send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com, and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media. Until next time! May your adventures be big and your dreams even bigger.